Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Hello, everyone. We welcome you to our podcast show, the one that we have a series running called Retirement in Action. So we are happy you are here. We're excited about this show today. It's going to be a, a little different than maybe what we've done before, but it's going to be something that we can build off of. As always, it's Merce and I. We're here to talk with you today. We've also got Morgan Dunn, our Chief Operating Officer. And so she's always with us on the Retirement Action Shows. So Merce, can you give us a little bit of a setup here for what we're going to do today on the show? Sure. Yeah. So the number one fear that people have leading up to retirement is, do I have enough money? Or did I do a good job in saving? Will my income last my lifetime? When should I take Social Security? How are my taxes going to be affected in retirement? How should I take my pension? Just rattling off these questions can make anyone feel very stressed. And so our goal today and in future episodes is to kind of take you through an entire process to help you answer some of these questions and at the very least, give you some peace of mind as far as what you've done so far. So we've got Morgan here. Morgan is going to essentially be a hypothetical person for us, and we're going to build a whole scenario around her. So, Raiden, you want to take over? Sure. So just so you understand, this will be a few parts to this. We may not have them come out week to week, but you'll be able to find it. This is going to be part one. So what we're going to do is have Morgan role play. Now, we can't use a specific client because of compliance issues. But we're going to use what is very, very typical for us and what we see a lot of. And then you'll kind of get a chance to walk through and understand what a first appointment would look like with somebody like us as far as financial advisors go, kind of how that meeting would operate from a technical perspective. Morgan is going to be a character. So we have named her, what's your name, Morgan? Marianne. All right, very good. So Morgan is going to be Marianne. And so for the rest of the show, we're going to refer to her as Marianne, and we're going to ask her some questions just like we would if she were coming into the office and sitting down and talking to us, okay? So here we go. We're going to go into the role play. So very, very nice to have you in the office today, Marianne. We appreciate you coming in and chatting with us. So we understand that you are trying to get ready for retirement. That's what your goal is. Can I ask you a couple questions, and then we're going to just get some data what is your goal as far as when you would like to retire? Well, my goal now is to retire in about five years by the age of 65, and I'm going to be 61 in November. So that's my goal. And then I'd like to maybe do some consulting, you know, till I'm 66 or so. Okay, great. So what we'll do is we'll kind of walk through then. And, and what we want to do is really kind of get the real, if you want to call it nitty gritty on this. And so we're going to ask you some high level questions, Marianne, to kind of give us a chance to understand exactly what your situation is. So, Merce and I both will ask you some questions, so don't let this be intimidating. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, Marianne, what is it you do for a living? I work for a pharmaceutical company, Big Pharma. I do regulatory affairs for them. Okay, great. Now, I'm going to ask you this question, and, and this is just between us. We will not share this with anyone else, Marianne, okay? Okay. Could you tell me your date of birth? 
Sure. It's November 6th, 1959. Okay, great. And we're not going to share that with anybody, but just whoever's listening to the podcast. Okay, Marianne? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, Marianne, we'd like to just get, again, this is what we call our snapshot. So, could you just share with us a little bit about, you know, your income? So, first of all, let's just break this down into a couple categories. What is your salary that you make on an annual basis? Sure. My base income is 187000 Great. And then, in addition to that, do you have any kind of bonuses or commissions or anything like that that you work with? Yeah, it's safe to say about 100000 a year. Okay, so we got 187000 of a salary, another $100,000 of potential commissions, those kind of things. Great. Have you looked up yet to know what your estimated Social Security will be at age 66? Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. It looks like it'll be about $3,200. 3200 Okay, we'll use that number. That can move a little bit between now and then, but that should be really close and that's going to help us make sure that we understand what your future numbers. Now, with where you work, are you going to have a pension? No, my company does not offer that, no. Okay, all right. Now, let's talk a little bit about your children. Do you have any children? I do. I have two children. My son, Stephen, he's 34 years old. He lives in Wyoming. He has two children. My daughter, Iris, she's 30. She lives closer. She's in D.C. Oh, great, great. Now, how old are the grandchildren? Seven and five. Seven and five, great. Well, that's a handful. Yeah. It is, but they're in Wyoming, so it's only a handful a couple times a year. I, I was going to ask, you get out there often to visit them? I like to try between three to four times a year, almost quarterly, to go out there on occasions. Great. Well, we'll talk about them a little bit more as we continue building this out. So let's talk a little bit about your home uh, that you live in. And what we'll do is, we'll first of all, let's just talk about your primary home that you live in now here in the Raleigh area. Uh, what's the approximate value of that home? What would you think it's worth? Yeah, I checked it out on a couple websites and it looks like it's about worth four fifty. Okay, great. And then do you have a mortgage? I do. There's about 70000 left. Okay, so about 70000 left. And is the goal that that would be paid off pretty much by the time you're 65? Yeah, I think I can manage that. Okay, great. And then what about any other property? you have any other houses, any other property at all? We have a house in Boone and it's, um, it's paid off. Okay, good. Yeah. How about an approximate value of what that house is worth? I would guess around 300000 Okay, great. And is the plan to keep that home and kind of have that home stay in, the, in your possession throughout retirement? Yeah, the kids really enjoy it. So I think I want to hang on to that. Okay, fantastic. We're going to come back to kind of what you're spending, but we just kind of, again, want to get a little bit of a basis. You want to take this, Merce? Sure. So Marianne, we'd like to talk a little bit about your accounts, your investment accounts. And I think the best place to start is your 401k. Roughly, what do you think the balance is of your 401k right now? Roughly 750, 750,000. Okay. And are you doing any contributions to it right now? Currently, I'm doing the max contribution. Okay. So the max for 2020, it's actually 19,500. And then because Marianne's over 50, she can actually throw in an additional 6500 a year. So so when you say the max, is it okay if I assume that you're putting in 26000 a year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now also, some companies offer a match. Does your company offer a match? Sure. It's 6%. Okay. So 6% of your salary, well, if I do some quick math here, roughly, that'd be about 11220 that the company is putting in. Does that sound about right? Yes. Okay. If we add all those numbers up, pretty much you've got around 37000 going into your 401k throughout the year. And we like to look at that on a monthly number. So if I break that down, that's about $3,100 a month going into your 401k, which by the way, is fantastic. One, that you have a match and two, that you are maxing out. Those are both two really good things for a 401k. All right. Well, go- getting close. <laughs> 
So going down the line, are there any other investment accounts that you have outside of your 401k? I do have a, a brokerage account that's valued at about 550000 Okay, 550000 Very good. And then Marianne, what do you do as far as keeping cash on hand? What's the number that makes you feel comfortable? My goal for my savings account is 50000 but I currently have 60000 in there. 60000 Okay, mm-hmm. very good. And then are there any other accounts that we need to know about? My stock options, would that fall under this category? Yeah, absolutely. Do you okay. have... Yeah, as to what they're roughly worth today? I think it's around 270000 Okay. So we'll put that in there as well. We're going to move along to life insurance. Ray, do you want to ask her about some life insurance? Yeah. So now do you have any life insurance at all? I do. I have one that's through the company, Big Pharma, and that's uh, 500000 and that's a term life insurance policy. Okay. So you have one there and then do you have any others? I have one more that's also 500000 and uh, that expires though in about five years. Okay. And approximately, what is the cost on that? Do you know that? It's about $1,000 a year, I think is what I'm paying. Okay. Now, long-term care insurance. I know that's a topic that a lot of people are concerned about. Do you currently have long-term care insurance? I do not. Okay. But with my family history, I, I don't know if that's something we should touch on or... Okay, great. Well, we'll get to that eventually, but I just want to make notes here to make sure we know exactly what's going on. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your legal documents. Now, when I talk about legal documents, I'm talking about things like a will, a power of attorney, a healthcare power of attorney, a trust, or anything like that. Do you have any of those documents? I do. I have the will, the healthcare power of attorney, and the durable power of attorney. I got to be honest, though, I haven't updated that since I've been divorced. Like, it's very dated. Okay, great. Well, we'll make a note of that. And again, that's something that we'll want to definitely touch on. But for right now, we're just trying to get a good picture. So now let's talk a little bit about your spending. Now, Mm -hmm. if you look at how you spend money, now what's important when we ask this question, Marianne, is that what we want to know is what's actually going out. So not income taxes. So the easiest way to think about this is you think kind of about what's coming in the door every month and then what's going out the door. That kind of gives you a good sense of what your spending is. So if you thought about what you actually spend on a monthly basis. Do you have an idea as to what your total spend out the door is? I, I thought we might cover this topic. So what I did when I, when I worked it out, I, I spend about $8,600 a month. Great. Total. That's really good that you've kind of thought that through. Now, what we want to do with that 8600 is we want to understand maybe some different parts of that because when we build an income plan, we break out certain things. So let's just start with this, your home. You have a mortgage still on it. Could you tell us what your mortgage is currently, what your payment is? Mm-hmm. It's 1800 a month. Okay, so $1,800 a month. Now, the reason why we like to ask about that one in particular is that we don't put any inflation on a mortgage number. So we break that out as a little separate number there. Now, I noticed you have the grandkids there. Do you help them at all? Are you kind of, you know, sometimes grandparents like to give something towards college or anything like that. Is that anything that you're trying to do? I am contributing to their college funds, $50 a piece. So it's a, it comes out to $100 a month. Okay, fantastic. And then I know that you mentioned that you travel out to Wyoming, you do other couple of things. What would you say you spend on a monthly or annual basis, whatever you want to do it as far as for travel? I would say it averages about $1,000 a month. Okay. So if we do this, then what we do is we take that 8600 and we take off the mortgage, we take off the travel, we take off the college because those are all things that you know, we're going to put into a different category. And that pretty much says if you didn't have a mortgage and you weren't traveling and you didn't have the college, you'd spend about $5,700 a month. And that's kind of what we call in our retirement income plan, that's our baseline expenses. It doesn't mean we can't do the other, just that's our baseline. And then at this point, what we do 
is we're going to take all of this information. First of all, let me ask a couple other questions. Or do you want to cover the work aspect as far as what yeah. we go back to the retirement question? Yeah. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah. So thanks for going through those expenses with us. You know, in the retirement income software, we are going to break certain things down. Like Raiden mentioned, the mortgage, the mortgage is eventually going to go away. And so those are really helpful things to know when we're building this out. But another very helpful piece is you mentioned consulting work. So if you were to retire from big pharma, when would you see yourself actually retiring from big pharma? So I'd, I'd like to, when I turn 62, leave big pharma and, and go into the consulting business. Okay. And then you mentioned the overall retirement goal. So you stop working. What age would you say that is? 66. So there's a period there that you're thinking consulting could be an option? For yes, I have a, a few friends that have done it as well. And they have some plans laid out that I can kind of fall into. And, and I think I can make that work for about four years. Okay. Have you thought about, you know, in talking with friends and everything, have you thought about what type of income you could generate for those four years to get you to 66? Yeah, I think realistically, based on everything they're saying and, and what they've done, about 10000 a month. Okay. So I think that is fantastic. And, you know, we can confirm we have several clients in, in the realm that actually have done exactly what you're trying to do, which is retire and then, you know, use some of those contacts that you've developed over the years and start a consulting business. And sometimes they end up making even more than they did when they were not working for big pharma. So I think that's a great plan. But if it's okay with you, just for the purpose of building out the plan, Raiden and I, we like to run things pretty conservative. And if we run it conservative and everything works, then if you do better than that, well, it's just gravy on top of the plan. So if it's okay with you, instead of running that at 10000 a month, is it okay that we say, well, let's cut that in half because we don't know how this is all going to work out. It's new to you. It may take some time to build up. It may take some, or you may decide you don't like it. So is it okay if we just say, well, for the next four years after retirement from 62 to 66, can we run that at $5,000 a month? Yeah, I'd rather play it safe. Yeah. And then, you know, as we sit down annually and if things change and you're doing much better than that, or you're hitting that 10,000 goal, then we can absolutely reiterate the plan there. But I think if we run it conservative from the beginning, it'll make everyone more comfortable. Sure. So that's what we'll do there. Raiden, do you have anything else to add? No, not to that. I, I thought what we could do at this point is we'll come out of the role play. And it, what we're doing is I, I hope that if you're listening to this, I want you to get a good sense of some of the questions that we asked Marianne, the character. And the reason why is because, you know, these are not like, you know, hard questions. You know, sometimes people just don't know what they're going to get asked when they go talk to a financial advisor. And so this is really what we do. Now, we don't get down and go into the questions quite that bit. We want to know a little bit more about you as a person. But the purpose of doing this was to kind of give you a picture of the questions that we would ask. Now, here's some things, and Merce, you can help too if you think about things that would have come up in this conversation had it really been in a meeting. First, uh, people are going to ask, when should I take Social Security? I don't know whether I want to take it at 62, 66, or should I wait to 70? And that is something that we deal with every single day. That is something that we help people figure out. Now, we wouldn't have the answer to that question on that first visit, 
because we're going to do that in the in our next visit. So when we come back the next time for this series, part two, we're going to then walk through what in all essence is the income plan that we've built out for Marianne. And we're going to handle all of those questions, but we're going to deal with things about long-term care. What ifs on long-term care? What ifs on life insurance? What if Marianne actually said she wanted to consult for five years, but what if it didn't work out? What if uh, she only made it a year? What if it never, what if it took her, this is a big one. It took her a year to set up the consulting, which means she retired from the main company at age 62, but she doesn't want to really plan that she's going to have income coming in for at least a year. And we can put all of that into the retirement income plan. Any other things you can think of, Merce, that people kind of come up with or things that we would handle? Yeah, so Social Security is obviously a big one. When do I take that? But in this scenario, Marianne does not have a pension. We still deal with pensions every now and then. And the biggest question around a pension is, well, when do I take it? And then also, how do I take it? And when I say how, pensions typically come with a survivorship option. So whether or not you want to cover just your life or also yours and your spouse's and how much. So we can run through that as well. Another big one for Marianne and for a lot of people is is travel. So, you know, what type of travel budget do we want to have? One important thing is that when we're running our expenses, we're running inflation on that. And we want to run inflation only on the parts that we know are always going to be there. So your daily living type of expenses. Travel, when you hit retirement, for the most part, you're going to do that, but you're not going to do that for the rest of your life. Or definitely not at the degree that you're going to do it at the beginning. So we'll build in a travel budget. Or maybe Marianne is going to come to us and say, well, I retired at 62. I did that consulting gig for a few years, but I also have this goal of whatever it may be, you know, relocating or helping out a child buy a house or whatever it is. So all these different things that come up in conversation, we're able to kind of run through and see, you know, what is possible. So the retirement income plan gives us a lot of different leeway as to as far as what we can do and how we can do it. All right. So we hope this has been helpful just to kind of get an understanding of what a first meeting with a financial advisor with us, our type or our approach. I shouldn't say all financial advisors answer that same question or retirement planners. But that's just our format. I think it's going to be very similar to talking to other retirement planners. The whole key is, is that you do want to make sure you go through this process to build a plan. Now we're going to do that in future shows where we kind of take it through that whole entire process. So look out for part two as that occurs. I do want to say this though, if you're listening to this and you think, man, that would be helpful or I have a question that I'd like to have answered, please send us an email. And the best email to send it to is info at pomwealth.net. That's info at pomwealth.net. If you have any questions that you think, hey, could you make sure you incorporate this question into that future analysis or this is something that I'm thinking about and we can put those into the show. We can make that a part of the character so that that way you can see how that answer would play out. So please reach out to us. If you haven't done also already, please make sure you subscribe to the show so that way you'll know when these future shows come out. And we always enjoy to have a rating and review. So we appreciate that. Thank you very much, Morgan. You played a wonderful Marianne. I look forward to seeing what's in store for her. All right. Well, everyone, have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. 
Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.